This is the Tour de France podcast for idiots by idiots with your hosts, Jelly and Mustard, sponsored by Hand Up Gloves. Bon après-midi à tous. Mon dieu, moutarde. What a day. Mon dieu, jelly. Oh my goodness. So uh, exciting. Hello, friends. Great. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Tour de France for Idiots by Idiots presented by Hand Up Gloves. Uh, good gravy, mustard. Uh, what a day to discuss. Yeah, I mean, we even had the president there, and I'm not talking about America. No, no. Uh, the president no. Macron. Yeah, and he was, uh, is he also, also responsible for those little uh, colorful sandwich cookies, right? Yeah, yeah, he invented those, uh, for sure. Big that's cyclist. A winning, that's a winning ticket. Yeah, so uh, he, he was there at the tour in the... Uh, the official car, the red car, the red car, the red of, car. Of, of royalty. Uh, mustard day two in the Pyrenees. Uh, day one did not disappoint, as we discussed yesterday. Magical things happen in the Pyrenees, and um, magical things are also happening for us here at the Tour de France for idiots, aren't they? Yeah, big announcement, folks. Big announcement. I don't even know really how to lead into this, Mustard, because this is a first for us. Uh, obviously, this thing has been snowballing, picking up steam uh, from day from day one. Uh, to say it's viral, I don't think is an understatement, but there may be a textbook definition uh, for that that I'm missing. But um, we've had some some sponsorship opportunities, Mustard, but we're picky, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We don't let just anybody sponsor us. No. So... Uh, but before we get into the big action of the race, which was plentiful, we have a very big announcement to make today, and we are welcoming our first official sponsor to yeah. the podcast. Love and, it. And it's a great one, and it fits perfectly with uh, what we're all about here yeah. at the Tour de France uh, for Idiots by Idiots. So without uh, further ado, we would like to welcome the Black Bibs to... The podcast. Oh yes, so exciting! Uh, for those of you that do not know, the Black Bibs, uh, theblackbibs.com is their website. Uh, they are really the perfect sponsor uh, for uh, what we're doing right now, for for many reasons, not the least of which is our expressed uh, distaste for the matching of the leaders' jerseys with the same colored shorts. What do we say is always the best go-to color for? leader jersey shorts it's what it's black isn't it black black bibs black bibs black bibs they listened they heard us say that and they said hey here we are and uh so we'd we'd like to welcome the black bibs um if you don't know the black um a great uh cycling apparel company uh for those of you that frankly don't enjoy overpaying for cycling apparel which is very easy to do in this world mustard as you and i know yes uh the clothing gets expensive um oftentimes unnecessarily so and voila enter the black bibs they offer 
uh, many products, but uh, are probably best known for their $40 cycling bibs. Uh, $40, you say, $40, I say. It's true. I own a pair. They are fantastic. Uh, they punch way above their weight and are trusted by all sorts of top level athletes uh, out there. Mustard, you know a few of them, I think. Yeah. The trusted former pro cyclist, cookie aficionado, and Strava assassin, Phil Guyman. Yep. Uh, and also a good friend of ours, uh, Marathon National Champion, Gordon Quadsworth Wadsworth. Quadsworth He's Wadsworth. in them too. He's in them. Um, so they literally have $40 bibs. They're fantastic. Uh, you are, it's, it's America. You're allowed to go pay $200 for bibs, but, uh, that's on you, man, because you don't have to do that. You can go to blackbibs.com. Uh, even their premium, uh, extended cuff, uh, super chamois shorts are, uh, well under a hundred bucks. Uh, and that you don't see every day and that we love. And we're all about bringing, the the masses and that's what the blackbibs.com are.com are back welcome the black bibs thanks for your support we are very excited to have a sponsor yeah it's great it's a big day it's a big Look day good for and feel good out there fantastic so um the tour de france for idiots by idiots uh presented by hand up now sponsored by the blackbibs.com um between handupgloves.com blackbibs.com uh, there's no excuse for riding naked. So you hear us, Mario Cipollini? He's out there. He, yeah, he had it dialed though. Yeah, he did look pretty good. I'll, I'm, I can say that. So the lion, lordy, we'll talk about him. Mustard, good gravy. The the Woo! day two in in the Pyrenees, uh, we head to one of my personal favorites, the Tour Malay. Uh, I think that's French for the tour hammer and it lived up to the name today. The tour, the old tour mallet, the tour Malay. Yeah. Um, 17 kilometer long, 4,000 plus feet tops out at 7,000 plus feet altitude. I mean, it, it's always been a classic in the tour and it's always, you know, the show place for a showdown. Yeah. Um, and before we get too deep into that, we do need to cut quickly, uh, so that we know where we started today and where we're going. Uh, let's kick it over to sugar and get that read in. Yo, musty jelly sugar here. Um, today's stage that we'll be talking about starts in Tarby's. Um, the first climb is a category three that goes up Cote de Catburn Les Baines. And then there's a sprint and then a Category 1 climb up Col de Aspen. And then we have one of them big boys, a HC, that goes up the Col de Tourmalet. And then we finish it off um, with a Category 1 climb in Cataretz-Cambisqua. Au revoir, fellas. The dash so often Man. omitted yeah. proper pronunciation. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he never leaves that out. He, he could knows. he could sit right in the car with the president of France and you know never miss a beat. Uh, and I guarantee you that would uh, I mean that would be appropriate given his lineage and royalty. Um, yeah. heads of state uh, should should meet in cars like that. Uh, so, mon dieu, this thing was this thing was awesome from the gun. 
uh, right out of the starting gate, uh, mustard, a huge breakaway forums who kicks it off, but your boy, Wout Van Aert, uh, also in there, uh, strong man, Vanderpoel, Julian Alaphilippe, uh, Nielsen Paulus gets up there late to the game, but he made the, he bridged up to it. Um, and there's, there's a big, a big break going away, uh, early, um, we were st- stoked to see Nielsen uh, get into that group, and obviously that paid off for him. We'll, we'll talk about that, but he did pick up the uh, yeah. polka dot jersey again, got that back after losing it uh, yesterday. So happy for that. But that wasn't even anywhere close to um, the big the big action, uh, which was the GC battle that took place today. We um, we talked about it yesterday. I thought that uh, today was was going to be a day for Jonas, um, and. It almost was until it wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) It was was great. great. It was great. Yeah. Like you said, wow, for the second day in a row, pushing the pace, going on the breakaway, you know, kind of getting the, his guy Jonas set up for, you know, get the GC guys separated out a little bit, really make them chase. And he did uh, just driving the front, the front of the breakaway. And then eventually, uh, Jonas and Pudgy Carl, Pugacha, uh, and and Paulus joined that group later on, um, getting in, and he just still kept on driving, and he gave it a hundred percent, and until uh, Jonas and and Pudgy Carl uh, went on up the road, he gave it so much that he almost fell off his bike, and a fan on the side of the road held him yeah. up. Yeah, that's what. That's <laughs> I mean, what I he he gave it all. That's. Is it like catching a water bottle? Do you get to take Wout home with you if you catch him? <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. That would be lovely. It was awesome. Um, feed him and take care of him. And seems like a nice, nice get. Nice get. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a big surprise in there, wasn't it? God, I mean, it was, it was the cool. I'm watching it and I'm thinking back to last year, which we discussed was so, such a great race. And that one day in particular where Jumbo Visma uh, just – just laid down this masterpiece of team tactics, right? Where right. they sent Wild up the road and the rest of them drove the pace. You know, they start shredding everybody till there's really nobody left but Jonas, um, uh, Pudgy Carl, and a guy that maybe they were missing a little bit today in Primos Roglic, right? Because back then, yeah. Primos was down, but he was still a, you know, he was still a, a, he's a grand tour winner, right? He's now won the Giro. He's won the Vuelta. He's a threat. Um, he's been second in the tour. Um, so they had this one, two punch, right? Where Primos would attack and um, Pudgy Carl would have to follow him. And then Jonas would attack and he'd have to follow him because you can't let one of them go, right? Somebody's going to win if you let him go. So they beat him down that way. And I, you know, I think as we're looking at this, happened today i'm thinking my god this is shaping up uh, almost exactly the same way as that great stage last year when jumbo just absolutely decimated uh pudgy carl um but i think the big difference was that uh primos wasn't there uh to give that little extra bit and so while i mean wout's race was a masterpiece right i mean it was yeah I mean, he he absolutely did everything he needed to do and more. As you said, he went into the hole so deep he fell over. Um, but he gets away, you know, there's a scenario where he could win that stage, right? I mean, we've seen him win on yeah. one, two. The dude can get up a mountain when he has to. Yeah, for being a, a big boy, yeah, he can fly up a mountain and just um, drive the hammer. 
but yeah, it's it takes a lot to wear out pudgy Carl. Yeah, it takes a whole lot. We had uh, we had some some heated textual exchanges yesterday with uh, a buddy who uh, tried to tell us that Pudgy Carl was playing possum yesterday, <laughs> and uh, you know we said ah, I don't think I don't think you play possum and give up two minutes. Um, you can no. play some mind games, but you know, he lost a bunch of time yesterday, and you know certainly the conversations start going. Uh, you know the race is over, right? It's Jonas's race. You know he destroys Pudgy Carl, but. You get, tell tell a bike racer uh, that with with two weeks plus still to go, um, that right. dude ain't, that dude ain't going anywhere until it's over. No, he's not, and he let everyone know that. And he's you know he stay he's one of the guys that stays strong towards the end of the tour and actually grows into his fitness. And yeah. you'll see that with some of the, the big GC contenders. Um, and he he is one of those. He's not going to wear down. He yeah. he will get harder. Yeah. I wondered after yesterday, after his kind of fall apart, if he wasn't still suffering from the wrist injury a little bit, unable to really put weight on that when he stands up and accelerate. And you can say, oh, well, it's a legs and the lungs sport, but try to get out of the saddle and accelerate without putting hands on your, you know, handlebars. And that's, that's not really uh, ideal, but um, you know, he, he's, (laughs) whatever the recuperative technologies that he uh, partook of last night uh, worked and uh, the wrist seemed fine because man, when they started, uh, you know, when it was just down to Jonas and, and Pudgy Carl and he made that decisive attack at the end, it was yesterday in reverse and Jonas was the one caught on the back foot and couldn't respond and ultimately ends up losing, uh, you know, losing so much of the time that he had gained the day before. And, and now, Yes, has the yellow jersey, but only by 25 seconds over Pudgy Carl. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and when they were, you know, before they hit that last climb and Wout was on the front pulling Jonas and Pudgy Carl and Paulus was in there on the back barely hanging on, uh, Jonas kept waving, trying to wave the guys to take a pull, give Wout a break, and they're like, no way, man. <laughs> no. And that, and, no. there, and there again, like back to that tactical thing earlier, right? Like that Jonas doesn't have any more cards to play, right? At that point. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to come down to, a, you know, a two man battle. And that's kind of what everybody expected in this race. But I don't know that we all expected uh, it to be quite, quite, you know, back and forth like this. This is, these last two days have been epic. Um, and on, on these big mountains, and, uh, you know, we've we talked a little bit about it. I went to the tour in, in the Pyrenees in 2010 to spectate and um, give a shout-out to to some friends I still keep in touch with. My friend Bron today was throwing up some awesome pics from that trip back in 2010. And um, so, hey, Bron. And we uh, we had a great time. But what you you can talk about how big these mountains are and what you can't really appreciate uh, I think it's just how long they go on. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, this thing is, it's an average of 7%. Well, if you're from around Chattanooga, what that's like riding up lookout mountain or something. Right. But it's like, it's like that, but it goes on for 10 miles. Um, yeah. they're, they just never end. And if you're a spectator casually riding up the mountain, man, it's amazing because you get all this incredible scenery, but 
you know, when your eyes are bleeding uh, and you're hanging on to <laughs> Sepakus, uh, <laughs> that can't be very enjoyable for that long. No. Time. And yet in, in the tour there, I mean, the fans are closing in. There's not even a single lane for the riders. They've got, they're riding through smoke bombs. Yeah. It's an awesome getting confetti thrown on them. <laughs> it's, it's a circus up there and it's, it's awesome. The year that we went, uh, there were, they did the tourmalade twice. So we got to do it two days. One day it was raining. One day it was perfect. So we got to see kind of both sides of it. Um, it was, as I mentioned yesterday, the day that, uh, famously Andy Schleck dropped his chain and Alberto Contador ruthlessly attacked him. So we were on the mountain that day. It was insane. The energy is nuts. Um, just, just an absolute, uh, absolute circus up there, but, a, but a blast to have been a part of it. I would go, go back in a heartbeat when, uh, maybe hand up in the black bibs, uh, maybe put us on location next year. Yeah. Yeah. Or on a moto. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be yeah, fine too. Leaders. Band of Giving live, live reports from the moto yeah. in, in the Peloton. You could drive the moto. You, yeah. You, you have, yeah. You get on back or we could get on a scooter kind of like a Sagan and his brother. Sagan bros. Maybe yeah. a little different, but safer. But more responsible, right? Because we're because we're you know we have a public uh, podcast uh, reputation to uphold. Um, so you know, obviously, no surprise. I guess I guess if there was a surprise to me, mustard, it was how quickly everybody else in the conversation was dispatched on Cole Dustin, uh, Henley, Jai Henley, Bye Henley, No Moss. Yeah, bye. <laughs> hope, you enjoy, hope you enjoyed your day in Yellow. You had a day. You looked like a plantain in your yellow shorts, blackbibs.com yeah. uh, to fix that. But um, anyway, just, you know, they, they stomped him. Bernal was kind of there for a little bit, but he ends up with Henley. And all those guys had a good day, right? I mean, Henley ended up, you know, in the top 10 on the stage. He's, he's still in the overall conversation. But um, yeah, it's There's still any us, you know, had a rider up there. You know, even Coos ended yeah. up. I it's a t- it's a two man race. I mean, if you look at the GC standings now, you know Jonas now in the lead, but only by twenty five seconds over Pudgy Carl. Henley's in third, but a minute and a half back. Uh, both Yates I are up there in the top six. Um, you know, Gaudu and Bardet got a couple of Frenchmen up there. Pidcock, and then rounding it out is Sepp Coos, who's managed to you know teammate his way into the top 10 overall, which is, which is nothing. Which is, to, nothing yeah, which is actually pretty at. impressive considering he's, he's working. Yeah. He's at his job, you know, working for the, his team captain. He, and he's naturally up that, yeah. that high in the classification. And it makes you wonder, makes me wonder, because that's what we do. We get paid to wonder about this is uh, if Sep weren't five and a half minutes back on GC, could he be the Primos card to play maybe to throw him out? I don't think that they would risk not having him setting tempo because he's I, such I a think killer. They, they need him. He, yeah. they need him so bad in that position. He's in his perfect position. He is, yeah. he is a specialist for one thing for them. Yeah. He's, and he does uh, it very well. Yeah. It's an interesting hypothetical though, to think, okay, well, could he, I mean, could he play that role too? I, I think he's too, he's too far back for them to take him seriously. Um, if he were, um, if he were closer, if he were within two minutes, I think, I think they could consider yeah. maybe throwing that card out in the right situation, but I, I don't, I doubt it. It's coming right. uh, with, with this far 
with this yeah, far probably. back. But I do, I do think, man, I think they got to be missing Primos. Maybe they're thinking, mm, I know he did the Giro and he won and he's tired and all that, but Sepp did the Giro. He looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's obviously not, not feeling it, at least not yet, but we'll see. Well, we the- get, um, we get a break tomorrow and, and a day for the sprinters, which, um, will be fun. Yeah. This will be exciting. Give a, a climbing day a break and see some sprinter action tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's fun because it's nothing's decided. You know, we've got two big contenders here that keep throwing punches at each other and we got a long, it's going to go, like you said, all the way to Paris. I love this it. Is, I love it. This is, if you're a fan of the tour, this is exactly what you want in the first week. Um, it's, it's, it's why it's, it's why we do what we do. Isn't it mustard? Oh yeah. Big time stuff. Uh, you know, the yellow Jersey now on the shoulders of Jumbo Visma and Jonas Vingago is Jonas happy with his day mustard. Are you happy if you're Jonas? I, I think he's a little bit happy, but I, I don't think wholeheartedly all the way. No, he, he wants a bigger cushion. He did not like getting dropped like that. No. He he doesn't want to be second on a stage. He wants no. to win the stage, then go and you know go into the yellow that way. He yes, he gained win. a lot of time, but that's not where he wants to be. He wanted to win the Tour de France today, and he did yeah. not win the Tour de France. He wanted today. to win it today, <laughs> <laughs> and he did not win the Tour de France today. In fact, uh, the Tour de France is is anything but over. Um, and Pudgy Carl. Boy, he he if he was if he was napping yesterday, he was he was wide awake today and <laughs> yeah. just crushed crushed it at the end of that. It, you know, impressive uh of Vingago to 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 limit his losses there, um to you know, the twenty some odd seconds. Yeah. Uh, but with, with time bonuses there, that was uh that was a big day for big day for Pudgy Carl, who I think uh, is is the big winner for both of us today. Uh yeah. uh is he your sugar of the day too? Well, yeah, he is. Uh, he did win the, the stage today. Um, you know, while it was amazing, he's kind of, he was kind of my big winner of the day. He's Pudgy Carl's definitely my sugar of the day because that was unexpected. Mm-hmm. And that's the sugar of the day. Yeah. Um, he did win the stage. But, you know, Walt should get a mention in there just because he gave it everything. He drove the pace. And, of course, you know, separated out every everybody where pudgy carl and Jonas could have their their throwdown their mm-hmm. fighting match and they were going so much faster than everyone else at the yeah. end they were passing guys they were like they were standing still every, every time it's um it just makes you look ahead to the the race profile and the stages that are coming and just every i mean everything matters every second matters and that's when these races get really fun to watch because we were talking earlier about oh man there's only one time trial and it's a short one and if i'm pudgy carl i probably don't love that well i mean that's going to be a that's going to be a huge day if there's 20 seconds you know between the two of them going into it you know that's going to be a massive day well and look at look at the gap the time gap between pudgy carl's win and the last guy across the line today Mm-hmm. What was it? Forty minutes, almost. Oh yeah, and it was Jakobsen again. And it was Jak. Yeah, he barely. 30, he almost got swept up by the broom wagon. Let's go to the, <laughs> let's go to the stats here. Thirty-seven 
37 minutes, 27 seconds after Pudgy Carl finishes, Jakobsen uh, rolls across the line. Um, the cutoff would have been 42, just over 42 minutes, I think I saw. And he was at 37 minutes behind <laughs> Pudgy Carl. And um, that, yeah. That's the set. I mean, last year that he almost remember last year he almost got the broom wagon and it, he almost yeah. died coming. Which you hate to say with that guy because he's poor guy. We don't we won't say that he's come close enough to that. But um, God, I, I kind of like, you got to pull for this dude, man. He's a he is a fighter. Um, so I, I want him to win tomorrow. It's a sprint stage, and I'm I'm gonna pick Fabio Jakobsen to win and turn around an otherwise dismal tour for Sudal Quick Step. Yeah, I hope he's got some uh, some energy saved up from his his slow roll up the mountain today. Dude, poor guy. <laughs> I mean, all the climbers suffer uh, on days like that. But man, all, he's, all just, he's just extra yeah. miserable for him. Yeah. It seems like um, I did find a picture uh, coming through my photo archives of my trip back there in 2010, and I have a picture of one Mark Cavendish climbing the Tourmalet, and I'm wondering. I don't know if there is, is he the only person that would have been there 13 years ago? Who's still in the race. I mean, there can't be that many. Yeah, probably. So get, uh, can we get Troy on that? Can we get the, some stats on that? Troy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he left. I don't know if we have our interns in here today, it's hard to find. Maybe, the, maybe the black bibs can get us a decent intern now that they're on the, on the ticket. We'll find out. Um, so big loser today. Did you have a big loser today? Uh, big loser. Uh, I don't know. Is yeah. uh, maybe it's Jonas. Yeah, I kind of think I mean, it is. It's a or win Jumbo loss for, as, a, as a whole. It's a win, it's a win loss for them today. Yeah, it's a great it day for them, but that's not what they were trying to achieve. They were trying to put yeah. a big dent. Yeah, and it didn't so, work out. Uh, We'll see how Jonas bounces back from that. I mean, he's happy. He's got the jersey. They're going to play defense uh, very well. Um, and that, you know, that means Pudgy Carl is going to have to go on offense, and that makes for exciting racing. And, yeah. Which, uh, you know. We didn't talk about our boy Nielsen getting back into the that's right. polka dots. That's right. Another big winner of the day. Happy to see that. And, a great day to do that because he gets a little a little rest, but I think there's maybe one category four tomorrow. So we'll see if he goes out um, looking for any extra points. But everything yeah. he lost yesterday, he took back today, and he's uh, he's sitting pretty nice here for the climbers overall. That uh, Gal Gal fellow from AG2R is in second place now, but a um, bit of a cushion. So uh, happy for our boy. We we want to see him wearing that all the way to Paris. Uh, but please, please, for the love of yeah. all things holy, Vodders, are you out there listening? Don't put him in the red shorts. Yeah, get some black Don't bibs. Get some the black, black bibs. bibs. Go to Jonathan Vodders. Go to blackbibs.com. Get him some black bibs to wear with that polka dot jersey. It just makes good it, it makes it pop. Good energy. Yeah, you look good. You feel good. Yeah, he can be feeling he'll, good. He'll, yeah. It brings energy back into your system. So, yeah. Just if I'm running Team EF, then I'm putting my guys in those bibs, the black bibs. I'm saving money as a team. Budgets matter, and I'm making them look good, feel good, race well, all those things. Um, True all those things can also be yours at theblackbibs.com. We are super stoked to have them uh, on the podcast as a sponsor. 
Um, predictions for tomorrow, Mustard, Stage 7, Sprint Day? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Once again, I want I want Cap to get one. I do too. I guess I'm going to keep rooting for him until he gets it. I want him to get it. Yeah, Jasper's a total favorite at this point. Yep. Nobody thinks he can get beat. He's yep. got Vanderpool as his lead-out man. They've got it pretty dialed. So yep. these other sprinters got to get their lead-out men, you know, corral them and get them dialed. You know, I don't. If I'm another, it. if I'm another sprinter, I don't know at this point what else I need to see to not be waiting around for my guy to yeah. lead me out. I'm looking for, I'm looking for Vanderpool, and I'm, yeah. and I'm, I'm elbowing my way to uh, Jasper's wheel because I don't know how else you're going to do it other than to. Yeah. to take to take take a ride on that train too and just hope you can pop him at the end um yeah if you, if you like you said if you want to have a chance at winning the sprint get on the fastest lead out man in that peloton and that's yeah. Vanderpool no doubt just sit on no you know sit on uh Phillipson's wheel and just you know act like you're their teammate take a pull yeah. to, you know yeah. take the draft off of them yeah take a Vanderpool yeah <laughs> that's what I say that's right. Trademark. Uh, I don't know. My heart, my heart's pulling for Cav. The other part of my heart is pulling for Jakobsen, man. I, I feel like that dude's had a rough one, and I like yeah. him. So I'd like to see him get. If he wins tomorrow, I won't be sad. Obviously, uh, you know, if Cav, if Cav, we want Cav to do this at some point, but the every day that we have a sprint stage that he doesn't do it is obviously one less opportunity. So, you know, maybe he's just yeah. saving up. Maybe Cavs playing possum unit is unit out there. Maybe Cavs playing possum waiting for the shops. He's just going to do it, do it right. Yeah. He wants to end on big, maybe hopefully, uh, Jakobsen is healing up and feeling a little bit better from his crash. That doesn't help things. No, no, that, that didn't put him any closer. No, but you know, again, these guys bounce back. Uh, we saw it today. Uh, best example uh, of that is uh, one Tade Pudgy Carl Pogacar, and uh, boy, did he fight back today. It was a doozy, wasn't it, Mustard? Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I can barely get up in the morning. I didn't do anything. I, I ran like three miles today, and I, I think I died a little bit inside. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Well, you need to get on your bike. I, that's That's true. Maybe I'll go dust off those black bibs I've got in the – in the drawer in there get back on the hog all right well mustard it's been a pleasure today was a great day and um tomorrow should be exciting as well uh once again thanks everyone for following along we've really enjoyed an uptick in listenership so thanks uh give it a like give it a follow um share it with your uh bike nerd friends out there and just tell them that hey uh if you want to hear two idiots talk about the tour of france have i got the podcast for you. So, uh, signing off, this is Jelly. Merci, devoir, écoutez, mes amis. Je m'appelle Moutard. Moutard. And we'll see you tomorrow uh, with stage seven. This has been the Tour de France for Idiots by Idiots, presented by Hand Up Gloves and theblackbibs.com. We'll see you all tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs>